This is The Drive Podcast with Josh Graham. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Check out The Drive weekday afternoons at 3 on WSJS Sports. Right now, though, Dave Clawson joins us, Wakehead coach. Let's get the serious stuff out of the way first, coach, ahead of the game tomorrow that you can listen to on this station, WSJS Sports, 3 o'clock pregame, 4 o'clock kickoff time. Disinformation is one of the greatest issues of our time, so I feel an obligation to crush bad info when I see it. On Twitter, somebody said your favorite Halloween candy was Sour Patch Kids. Can you set the record straight here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes the the media doesn't do their research and (laughs) they're not always credible, Josh. You know, not you, but other people. And um, when I see something misrepresented like that, I feel an obligation to set the record straight. So I'm a big fan of Mallow Cups. Love Mallow Cups. Always have. When I used to go trick-or-treating with my younger brother, that was always the, uh, the candy I would trade for. That's fantastic. Halloween's on Sunday. Let's hope it's a good vibe in the Clawson household and you guys continuing to be perfect after tomorrow's game. Before we get into football, some huge news today I wanted your comment on. A $20 million gift by Bob McCreary to help fund a nearly $38 million football facility. When did you learn about this gift? Well, Bob had, had kind of told us a while ago that he was going to do this. So we've known about that gift uh, for a while, um, and today they made it public. But, um, you know, what what he and, and guys like Ben Sutton have done for our program is just incredible. And, and Bob uh, has just been amazing to us. I mean, he's changed lives. Uh, the experience that a Wake Forest football player now has because of his generosity is completely different than, you know, before. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, we would not be having this success without people, you know, like Bob McCurry and Ben Sutton and, and Bob stepped up again for us. And, uh, you know, we've raised almost close to 30 million and, uh, now we're just in the fourth quarter of finishing it and we should have a brand new locker room, players lounge, a place for our players to eat, uh, all, all within the next, hopefully 18 months. You gave Bob McCreary a lot of credit when you guys went up to Syracuse for the indoor facility, saying that it helped you simulate what that place was better now that you had that indoor that Bob McCreary's name is on. Dave Clawson's with us here on WSGS Sports. I want to talk about your staff, though, a little bit. You were quoted in a Yahoo Sports story this week saying that your OC, Warren Ruggiero, doesn't get enough credit for the offensive success and that you've only had to make one play call and your entire time together. That just blows my mind. Uh, is that true? Well, I mean, we, we talk a little bit more about it, but I, I think sometimes because my background is on the offensive side of the ball, you know, people think uh, that I call the plays and, you know, do the game plans, and, and really Warren does it. Um, you know, he's done it the five years at Bowling Green. He's done it the eight years at Wake Forest, and I just think that, uh, he deserves, and our, our whole offensive staff deserve to credit for how we're playing on offense. You know, Warren's the leader of the offense, the offensive staff. Um, you know, the RPO system is, is really things that he's researched and he has studied, and um, he does a, an unbelievable job for us. And, you know, when I talked to Pete, I just wanted to clear that I, I don't call the plays. Warren does. 
uh, he designs the offense and, and he's a, a tremendous football coach. And I think, you know, he deserves credit for that. I heard you gushing about wide receivers coach Kevin Higgins this week too. And with that in mind, where is the wide receiver tree planted in Winston-Salem? Because all ACC guys just seem to be growing on trees for you guys. Yeah, he's just, Kevin is so consistent and, uh, you know, first of all, does a great job in recruiting and evaluating players and he does a great job developing them. And if you look at what we've had at receiver here over the years, um, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, Greg Dortch or Alex Bachman or Scotty Washington or Sage Surratt, and now it's Taylor Marin and Ja'Cory Roberson and Atorian Perry, and, and we don't even have Donovan Green. Um, you know, and it's just every year that we lose people and, and people think, hey, you know, Wake's in trouble, they don't have receivers. And, and every year, uh, Kevin has guys ready to go and play at a high level. Because of how prepared many people in your staff are do you do you feel like you have to almost at some points be prepared for the potential of a coach taking a coordinator job like Kevin Higgins or like Warren Ruggiero being considered now for head coaching jobs how prepared are you and your staff for interest to be drawn from other schools moving forward I mean I just think it's one of those things Josh you take it year by year you know, and if if those things happen, we'll be prepared. I mean, we lost Mike Elko a few years ago, and you know we've had very few coaches leave. Um, I guess what I focus on is is trying to make a work environment. Uh, you know, try to have a work environment that they don't want to leave, and if they leave, it's such a great opportunity they can't say no. So, um, I don't think you ever can prepare for that stuff. Uh, you know, if it happens, we'll deal with it and, and we'll adjust, but hopefully it doesn't happen. And, you know, a lot of us, we've been together for a lot of years. I mean, Warren and I and John Hunter have worked together for 13 straight years. Uh, Kevin Higgins, I was his offensive coordinator back in 1994 when he was the head coach at Lehigh. Wow. Uh, Dave Cohen, our defensive line coach, we were GAs together at the University of Albany in 1989. And so it's, you know, these aren't just transactional relationships. I mean, we've seen, you know, our, our kids born and our kids raised. And in a lot of cases, we've been at or in each other's weddings and things like that. And, um, you know, that's why I think it's, it's, it, it is a family atmosphere here because, you know, with so many of these coaches, there's such a history to it that goes back decades. When you went back and watched the Army tape, was there a, specific play that jumped out to you as a wow play when you showed it to your team? Well, as funny as it sounds, if you win a game 70 to 56, uh, you don't think it'll be a defensive play, but Travion Red's pick six on the fake field goal was really the, to me, the game changing play. I mean, that went from a one score game to a two score game and we stayed ahead because of that. And, uh, you know, but Keyshawn Williams's play, Ja'Cory Roberson's play, the run that Christian Turner had. I mean, all three of our backs scored touchdowns, and Sam Hartman just played lights out. I mean, was so efficient, uh, so accurate. And that doesn't happen if your offensive line doesn't play well. So uh, it's hard to say one play, but again, the pick six by Travion Red certainly, I think, was the, the play that changed the game. Dave Clawson's with us here, getting set for Duke tomorrow. We were talking with David Cutcliffe yesterday. And the thing he talked about with Sam 
Hartman specifically was how quick Sam's hands were. He was so impressed watching that on film the last few years. Aside from a love of the game, which you have to recruit, what traits do you look for in a quarterback to fit specifically what you guys do offensively? Well, I think there's two parts to it, Josh. I think there's certain uh, physical requirements um, in terms of athleticism, arm strength, accuracy, um, that, you know, if, if there's not certain measurements and, and things like that, it's really hard to be successful uh, in the ACC. But a lot of the quarterback position uh, is intangibles. You know, do they love football? You know, when you get them on the board, do you see them light up and have this excitement and passion and what they're drawing, um, because to be a good quarterback, you got to be willing to spend a lot of time at it, and uh, and it's also having leadership skills, and it's having resilience, and how do you respond when you throw a pick? Um, and so there's a lot that goes into it, and we're not always right. We've certainly made mistakes at the position. Uh, fortunately, Warren Ruggiero and at Wake Forest, uh, we've had way more hits than misses. And we, we've had a great run of quarterbacks here, from John Wolford to Kendall Hinton to Jamie Newman and now Sam Hartman. Last thing for you, I don't know if you know this, but there hasn't been a Wake Forest game that's exceeded the 3,500 number or 35,000 number that you guys have for uh, capacity in over three years, or I guess it's 35,500. But I'm being told that over 35,000 tickets have been sold and there are approximately 500 remaining right now. Let's try to get this over the finish line on homecoming weekend. Coach, what would it mean to you to see a legit sellout where it's it's not visiting fans coming in and buying all these tickets up? No, it's Wake Forest at home and a bunch of people that want to see your team. Well, good good football programs have a home field advantage, and um, our fans are great, and we've had 80% of our students out for two games or more this year, which is, you know, I'm, I'm sure that has to be close to tops in the country. Uh, but to have a sellout and, and to have a lot of black shirts there and black and old gold certainly means a lot to our program. And, um, you know, I, I think th- this, I always said that we can't expect to, to sell out until there's a product worth supporting. And I certainly feel like the level of football that our players are playing, they're, it's, they're deserving of a, of a sellout and that type of support. Well, I could tell you, I've had much more people in the last, I've been in this market for three and a half years. This is the most I've ever heard people for a football game tell me, hey, I need tickets. I need tickets for this game. So I hope it's a sellout tomorrow because your guys deserve it. Coach Clawson, I appreciate you spending the time in the triad as always. Okay, thanks, Josh. Take care and have a great weekend. You got it. That's Dave Clawson joining us on WSJS Sports. Mallow Cups, Robert. That is Dave Clawson's Halloween candy of choice. 